When I get hurt, my body overheats. And if I don't cool it down, my heart explodes. That is not human. Hey, was this how it was for Nemesis? You guys are brothers, right? Enough with the Nemesis stuff. Why don't you go have some ice cream? Thanks. You saved my dad once. Where do you come up with this stuff? Have you ever looked up the word delusional? Because that's what you are, is delusional. I'm not delusional, I'm serious. You saved my dad. He used to boost cars. You caught him one night. And instead of busting him, you talked to him. What do you do, write fairy tales for a living? No, he died. So as you guys all know, whoever listens to this podcast knows that I am a Halloween fan. I don't know if you know this, Trevor. Uh, are you? I would never have guessed, Karen. You know, yeah, that, that's I, I don't like to... I don't like to let people know, but yeah, I'm a Halloween fan. And Halloween Ends is coming out, the conclusion of this trilogy, and like technically quadrilogy, I guess you could say. But I have I always keep away from trailers. I, I'll watch the teaser trailer, you know, give me the marinate in what's coming. But I've never in my fucking life can't turn anything, I can't turn the internet on. Because all you're getting are pictures yeah. and pictures and pictures and spoilers of this new Halloween. The problem as well is these days, trailers give fucking big twists away and stuff. Well, it's not even the trailer that I saw. The trailer was okay. Yeah. But these assholes who fucking go through the dark web of trailers or whatever. Yes. And they fucking just take everything. They were analyzing. I could literally take all the pictures I've seen. Put it in a book and flick the pages, yeah. and I can watch the movie. And they, they overanalyze it as well. And like, there's even stuff that, that, like you know, if you're just watching a trailer casually, you may be missing. They'll say, "Oh, there's an Easter egg there," and you know all this here. Yeah, you, you may you don't even have to watch the film. Um, you know, after listening, to these guys are basically you know watching the trailers sometimes because it's, there's so much spoilers given away. Uh, there's a big spoiler that it was so spoiled. That the director and John Carpenter had to say, yeah, that's that's happening. Yes. Mm-hmm. They had no choice. Yeah. So they even put it in the new trailer, which I won't watch. Mm-hmm. And I am fucking furious about that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck off, people. I must admit. And then the problem is, then these assholes yeah. who go see the film, who ruined it for everyone else. Yeah. Go, oh, this was predictable and stupid. Well, you ruined it for everybody, asshole. Yeah. Uh, I must admit, I, I am a bit of a sucker for reading and, you know, watching spoilers. Uh, it's just my impatience. But That's saying, because you're mentally ill. <laughs> but at the, like Michael Myers. Uh, well, not like Michael Myers. But at the same time, I'm not going to spoil it for other people. You know what I mean? I have that respect there, you know, type thing. Or if, you know, there is... I, I maybe say something on Facebook. And in the past, we'll say, I know major spoilers for the upcoming whatever film it is or Doctor Who or whatever. If you want to know them, private message me. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. going to like post it in public and just like ruin it for people. You know? Uh, well, well, speaking of spoilers, welcome to Citizen Frame. <laughs> <laughs> and just let you know, this is a new release we're about to talk about. That's spoiler. So it's spoiler-filled. Despite everything uh, we just said there, we're going to spoil Yeah, the film. hypocrisy <laughs> of us, but you know. But Rich, I, anyone who listens to a podcast about a movie review, yeah. I think they pretty much catch on. Yeah. It's spoiler-filled. 
you can't have a 30-minute podcast. Well, any review is going to have certain, at very least, clues. You know what I mean? It be it a written review or whatever. I mean, even with the magazine, if there is a lot of spoilers in a review I write, I will always put above it, spoiler alert or something like that. Yeah, we don't do that. We ruin it for <laughs> We're dexy. <next. laughs> we, we're assholes. We like to say, fuck you. You listen to us, you sucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but pleasant surprise. Spoiler alert, game. Spoiler alert. Yeah. This movie has a spoiler, mm-hmm. a good one, a big twist. Hello, a very big twist, which I rather enjoyed. I, 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 I'm gonna have to like act like a smart arse here and say, um, not so much. Don't, did don't. I, not so much did I see it coming. No, you know what? You always do this. You oh, I saw it. No, you didn't. No, no, I, no. I'll tell you exactly what happened. Whenever I was watching it, I said it would be. Don't give anything away. Yet. I'm not. I'm not going to. It would be really cool if a certain thing happened. And then as the film progressed, I said, oh, they're not going to do it. But then they do do it. So I was well pleased with that. I um, I watched it for the second time. And they kind of hint. Yeah. That he's not who he is. It's I I got to admit, I was pleasantly surprised. I, mean, I usually give my views pretty early on, as we all know. So I'll, I'll tell you right now, guys. I was pleasantly surprised with this film. Um, but we'll we'll dive into it. And let's just start off. This is an Amazon product, mm-hmm. and Amazon puts out some okay stuff. It's also pro- it's, it's also produced by Stallone himself. Um, yeah, most the, of the credits Balboa Productions are, are credited. Yeah, 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 of course. Anything smaller budget, he'll be involved mm-hmm. with more hands on. Yeah, and I guess he probably most of his works would be. Um, so Samaritan, which I thought was based, it's it seems like it would be based on a graphic novel. Or a comic of some sort, but it's not. It's actually just basically just screenplay. I heard. Uh, uh, I mean, I, and now I, someone um, online, I, I said that it is based on some sort of obscure graphic novel, but I'm assuming it's just inspired by it. Uh, you know, it's not actually sort of an out and out sort of film make. You know, remake of it. But yeah, no, it's not. I looked it up, and I yeah, I hear what you're saying because you and I were on the same page not too long ago. Mm-hmm. But the screenwriter got the idea from two films, mm-hmm. and that's Unbreakable, which makes a yes. lot of sense, yeah. and Finding Forrester, which makes sense. Because okay. Finding Forrester is with Sean Connery, about the old mentor mm-hmm. taking in the, the the child who's doesn't have the means, to, Yeah, uh, kind of like what we get with Sam and Joe here. Mm-hmm. Um, I also saw, and it's kind of funny, I don't, maybe I'm really pushing the envelope, I saw a little bit of rear window in this. Yes, I, 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 I totally got that myself. Um, whenever I was watching certain scenes with the wee boy, you know, basically span on Joe, you know, Stallone. Yeah. And yep. yeah, I was like rear window. Yeah. So there's quite a lot of sort of stuff going on. There's also a certain 80s vibe. I mean, it's uh, a certain RoboCop type vibe. They even have, I have RoboCop all over this film. Yeah, they even have a RoboCop. Um, I mean, it's obviously knowing because they have a RoboCop arcade game, um, you know, when the, the villains sort of hide out. Yeah, yeah. And and we, we, ha- we have... Uh, um, Cyrus. Yes. And isn't Cyrus the bad guy's name in RoboCop? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Clarence Bodiger. Cyrus is the bad guy in Connor. Oh, Cyrus the Virus. Yes. John Malkovich. <laughs> uh, which is uh, another great film which we should review in this podcast. Uh, we got to get to. We got. We actually. We got. We just. We just got to just jump in and. Yeah. Tackle. Nineties cheese like Face Off and yeah. fucking Connor. Con Connor is brilliant. And Broken Arrow. Yeah, all, all of those over-the-top sort of <clears throat> Nick Cage starring yeah. um, madness. <laughs> um, 
He's making a massive resurgence. He's got some good stuff coming. He's gonna out. be he's gonna be playing Dracula soon. Yeah, it's comedy, but dark comedy. Mm. It's called Renfield. Yeah, yeah. And That's Nicholas cool. Holt is playing Renfield. Yeah, and then you've got Last Voyage of the Detmer, which I'm dying to see. Mm-hmm. Um, that's coming out, and they got a real, they got a cool guy playing Dracula. Mm-hmm. But they're going for the Nasferatu Dracula. Yes, uh, yeah, uh, that should be good. It's supposed to be creepy. Mm-hmm. All right, so anyways, <laughs> we're going off topic mm-hmm. again. <laughs> yeah, as usual. Well, this is directed by a guy, a newcomer, kind of a newcomer, mm-hmm. and I like his stuff. Well, stuff, one thing, uh, and that's uh, his name's uh, Julius Avery. And he did a film that you would actually probably enjoy. We might even get to it, called Overlord. Yes, I haven't seen it, but uh, yeah, I'd seen that he directed it, and it was quite popular. Yeah, it is awesome. One of the best opening scenes ever mm-hmm. uh, for a horror film. Well, actually, it's an action film first, then it becomes the horror film. Yeah. But it's like Frankenstein's army kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, check it out. Yeah. Now, the one thing I was looking, for, I was not looking forward to was the fact is two things. A, there's some kid in this. I hate fucking kids. They ruin films for me. <laughs> Unless it's The Goonies or something written by Stephen King. <laughs> yeah. This one. I don't want to see him in the film. But this guy is okay. Yeah. He's quite believable as a sort of, you know, a kid growing up in this, you know, sort of, you know, council estate type thing place. Yeah. I bought it and I found the kid himself actually quite likable. You know, apparently his, um, this young actor's background is in boxing as well. Oh, there you go. Maybe that's why Stallone. Oh, he, he kid. Yeah. <laughs> Real life Sadness. Rocky. Yeah. He looks a lot like uh, um, his son when he was younger. The right. one who passed away, Sage Stallone. That's the one that was in Rocky Five. Yeah, he's the one who passed, so a drug overdose. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and it was only um, he, looks a lot, he looks a lot like him. <laughs> um, so maybe there's some... There's a connection you know, there, maybe, yeah. Yeah, some connection there, which works, because they work well together. So in this one, we got Joe, which is alone, Sam, Cyrus, the obnoxious and unlikable mother, um, Farshad, who's his henchman, yeah. Riza, who's his bad henchman, and <laughs> Syl, who's actually just bad. Yeah. Um, it's a very minimal cast. I'm happy with that. Yeah. It sets in one location. Granite City. I don't tell you what it is, but it is Atlanta, if I'll give that a Yeah, but it's Granite City in the story of the film. Oh, is it? Is that the it's name called it? Granite City. Yeah. Ah, okay. I didn't catch it. Now, Stallone to me works well when he is a down and out, a depressed, kind of out uh, weathered kind of character, lonely kind of weathered character. One hundred percent. It's by far his best roles. Whenever he, he's like, you know, beaten down type character, the original Rocky, First Blood, Copland, you know, um, they are by far his best roles and when he does his best acting. By far. And this is where I think people don't, still don't see it to this day, how good of an actor he can, he can yes. be. Well, he's playing those um, types of characters, you know, the depressed, sort of lonely, sort of outsider. Yeah. Even though people are seeing movies like Copland and Creed, they're not seeing the actor we're seeing. They still have Cobra in their mind. Yeah. Or, or Stop Rocky or my mom will shoot. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, your favorite film. Yeah, well, I'm not sure. <laughs> so it, it, it's it's nice to see him uh, doing this role and doing, some, and, and doing something <clears throat> that's relevant today because it's kind of, you know, superhero-esque. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. Um, which, yes, he's been in Guardians of the Galaxy. Judge yeah, Dredd. in the new one as well, but not really a big role. Judge Dredd, of course, he did in the 90s. Judge Dreadful. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was horrible. Um, the only thing good about that was Max von Schindel, and even he was probably oh, like, fuck. He's brilliant so, in anything, basically. You know what I mean? And everything he's in. I like I like the um, the introduction, how they give us the backstory of, of the Samaritan and the Nemesis. Mm-hmm. Now, the Nemesis is not really a bad guy. He's more the anti-hero, the, the Magneto. But they're the best characters, you know what I mean? Where there's, and even Stallone says it himself at the end, you know what I mean? There's good and bad within everyone. It's your, it's whatever choice you make, you know, the, the, whatever road you're going to follow, either the good one or the bad one, but it's in us all. And that's, that is the best characters and that is, you know, the best right, um, you know, written characters and characters in fiction where there's ambiguity there, the, the anti-heroes, you know? Well, that kind of piggyback on what you're saying there, it's, there's a, there's a bookshop owner and he kind of has been studying about the Samaritan. Yes. And then you see the comic book version during the credits of what happened. Mm-hmm. It's Even though it did happen, it's all still based on myth. All, uh, myth. Yeah, legend. And so yep. nobody knows what really happened. Mm-hmm. So you don't know if Nemesis is really the bad guy or the Samaritan. You just don't know. It's kind of jumbled. They're, they're, they're basically, um, for the benefit of the listeners to this podcast who haven't seen it, it's basically um, twin brothers, twin superhero brothers, Nemesis, and Samaritan, and basically, um, Nemesis went down the road of you know being a bad guy, basically, and they had this big sort of fight um, on top of a building. Nemesis wanted to basically um, he wanted to put out the electric in the entire city, um, and basically there was a big explosion and stuff, you know, all this sort of thing, and the two of them basically fought to the death up on top of this building. But Nemesis also created a hammer that. Um, but that he put all his um, sort of hate and rage into, and it's the only thing that can hurt Samaritan, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and Nemesis loses that battle, and, and causing Samaritan to go into hiding. Yes. Because technically he's his brother. Mm-hmm. No, he was his brother, his twin brother. Yeah. So, but in the opening credits, I might have missed it, the house burned down, they were rich. Their house burned down, mm-hmm. and the mother and father were killed. Mm-hmm. And it says causing... Nemesis to want revenge and Samaritan to be a good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why was Nemesis wanting revenge? For what? Did they were they deliberately burned down? I I don't know exactly. It's it, it's sort of it isn't. There's no one to detail, but it appears it's something to do with the poverty in the city and stuff and whatever. It 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 it's, it sort of was suggested that um, because they were rich, that the sort of you know the poverty stricken residents of Granite City burned them down type thing. Okay, that's what I thought. I just didn't. They didn't really bullet point at home. And I'm not 100 percent on that, but that's what it's sort of suggested. Let's talk about the. So yeah, so you have Joe and Sam. Sam starts thinking that uh, because he protects them from these bullies. Yes. Um, nice little PG-13 fight scene, beating the crap out of kids. I liked it. <laughs> uh, but it showed that something's not right with this guy. This guy. What do you call the bad the the, the bad guy henchman? But he's kind of shit. Um, he's like small with the long hair. Reese, Rez. Yeah, I like Reza. him. <laughs> yeah, you had Reza, you had the Farsad, he was the reggae kind of guy. Yeah. And then you had the woman that he kind of adopted, yes. Sil, Sil. Yes. Um, now, I was, I was okay with that scene, kind of the introduction to where Sam thinks, okay, this guy's the Samaritan. We don't really have to go any further than that. We meet the mother, who I can't stand, can't stand the mother. 
First of all, she's a nurse, and they live in a shithole. Why are they broke? It's because it's Granite City. It's basically everyone's broken, everyone's paid poorly, and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's why she's always out of money. There's always. Because one, because she's be making okay money here. Yeah, it's basically because Granite City is so basically run into the ground, and everyone is struggling. That's why I mean, that's why they're ratting and stuff, and that's why Saris, um, you know, starts this sort of revolution type thing. Well, it's kind of like exactly what happened with uh, Clarence in uh, Robocop when he takes the grenade launcher and starts well, blowing up the city. It's exactly like um, basically Detroit and Robocop where it's a fucking, it's basically a crime-ridden shithole, you know. Did I say Blade Runner? I don't think so, no. Well, you Robocop, might have actually, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I said Blade Runner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, wow, Robocop. I was way off. Yeah. yeah, this has Robocop written all over it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the bad guys. It kind of sucks a little bit, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. I like the actor who plays Cyrus. Um, I think he's very good in this. It's Pilo, Pilo Aspach. Yeah, I think he's, he's Dutch. Danish. You're he's right. Danish. Danish. Uh, more famous for Game of Thrones. Yes. And he's the lead in Overlord. Mm-hmm. And he usually plays the baddie. Yeah. And I liked him in it. I liked, besides Syl, Syl was horrible, the girl. Yeah, she wasn't great. I thought they all worked with what they had. Mm-hmm. But I think the problem is... He wanted to go really all out, and I think he really wanted to push the envelope. But because this is a PG thirteen, they wanted to keep it on that level. Yeah, this but is. I would really rather have seen an over the top Clarence Boddicker totally kind agree. of villain because he plays a psycho brilliantly. I've only seen him in this film, I have to say, um, but in this film he plays a psycho brilliantly, and he's very intimidating and he has a great presence. And um, one of the downfalls of this film, I feel is that they went for the CFPG-13 certificate, and if they had went for the hard 18 or whatever it is in America, you know, the R or whatever, yeah. it would have really improved this film. That's what I'm saying. I, I think they held back too much. Don't get me wrong, guys. It, it's still quite how, gripping. How, 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 how can I say this? It, it hurts the film, but it doesn't kill the film. Yes, it's, yes I'd, it's, I'd agree. It works, yeah. Uh, especially the last half hour, yeah. They 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 they, they bring it to you in the last. It's half still hour quite gritty, well. even though it is like PG thirteen or you know. Oh yeah, and keep in mind, guys, when you when you're watching this, when Joe pulls a punch, he's killing you. Yeah, he kills him. He doesn't. Besides, the little kids in the park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but these uh, we come to the alleyway scene. This is where he's discovered that Samaritan's back because he gets videotaped. Yeah. The alleyway scene was fucking awesome when he get when he lets the guy shoot him through shoot him yes so the bullet can go through him and kill the guy behind him yeah. <laughs> and then he stabs him with the gun again if this had been um, an eighteen certificate um, this would have greatly improved these scenes as well because you would have had hardcore sort of violence and gore but, and stuff I agree I would rather have seen that but we're not going to get it mm-hmm. but I will say this at least the deaths and the fighting are well choreographed yes I I, I definitely one hundred percent agree with that. You know, and that kind of makes up for the fact that you're not getting head head explosions. There, there, uh, there, there is a bit of CGI there, but it, but it's restrained. And yeah, I could, I couldn't tell. Yeah, it, I mean, the CGI in this is brilliant. I, I actually have no notes. Mm-hmm. The ending sequence. Well, they don't overkill. It's with, not overkill with the CGI, and it's only used when absolutely necessary. And, well, the warehouse scene is perfect. The warehouse yeah. scene, they're engulfed in flames. Yes, I couldn't tell if that was real or not. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. did a real nice job with the CGI in this. Mm-hmm. Um, the way CGI should be used. I love the scene where the fucking um, the hit and run where they knock Joe down. Yeah, this is where Sam knows he's now the Samaritan, or where, is he? Oh yeah. <laughs> when he, I didn't get. He had he, 
He he has to drink water after he takes a bunch of bullets and gets hit because his heart will stop. Well, another thing, of, yeah. So well, you so when he overheats, he's got a cool down. Plus, he got to cool himself down, and he goes, "Why don't you just drink water?" He goes, "I don't like the taste of it." What? Yeah, so he eats ice cream. <laughs> but I think that was to give him a personality. Yeah, uh, uh, stuff like his superpowers, and you know, aren't really they don't go into too much detail about his superpowers and. You know what can happen to him. It is sort of. I would have liked a bit more on that. You know, um, you know what exactly is going on. A bit more of the sort of you know the the pseudo science that you get with these types of films. You know, but I mean, we we got enough. Yeah, the only thing I didn't get, he takes a fucking lot of bullets. Yeah, but, right, but so, he can handle it because he's he's unbreakable. He's Bruce Willis and unbreakable. That's what I was thinking. He can rejuvenate, but I thought he can only take so much because mm. he said when he gets older. I do like the line where he goes, "Can you still jump? All can you still jump really far?" Yeah. Uh, I, you used to be able to jump like ten cars. Yeah. How many can you jump now? Oh, just nine. <laughs> nine. That was a good line. Yeah. Uh, yeah, their chemistry is pretty good. I was a little concerned, but it had that. Right. I, I know. Some. It actually had that Miyagi. LaRusso kind of feel from the Karate Kid, and, and it's good the way that in the backstory the kid's own father has actually died. So, you know, it makes sense that he's looking for a father-type figure, you know? And that's what Joe becomes. Yeah, pretty much. Which is pretty much cliche with a lot of films these know, days. I but it's a fucking... But yeah, it's a it Stallone works. Film, it works. You know what I mean? It's, you know... It, yeah, it's it certainly... At least at least they're putting the effort in to give it some sort of context and backstory. You know, even well, if least, it is cliched. At least it's not fucking arm wrestling from over the top <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, or Cobra <laughs> oh wow I, I, I would love fucking Stallone just as a fucking end joke to um, say to Sardis you know um, you're the disease and I'm the cure I'd have fucking I'd have been cheering I'd have been up cheering <laughs> so Cyrus's plan he's just he's just recreating Nemesis what Nemesis was going to do yeah he wants to become Nemesis basically okay that's what his plan is I wasn't sure cause it's a bit of a shit that, plan I mean like like it's basically like let's switch off the electric in the city you know yeah but that's it what, yeah what, 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 well he wants to cause chaos so he knows yeah that's why he did that test with the what, what do you call it the electrical grenade thingy yes yes the the the, 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 imp, the magnetic impulse grenade yes uh-huh. that sets off a, so he took he went to that block in the neighborhood yeah and he shut everything down, and he wanted to see what would happen. I must say as well, the and um, they cause, and he does cause chaos. So I think he wants the whole city, yeah, to throw into the chaos. Joker type, and it, style. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, um, I must admit, the residents of Granite City are the most fickle residents in any city in the world ever. Because I mean, it's so easy. They're they're fucking jumping on the side of Saris, and then at the end, they fucking they've done a complete three sixty. It's just a bit sort of fuck. That didn't take them long to change their minds together. Well, he, he can't. The, the only thing is, is the hammer just gives him, I know, a nice weapon. He yeah. can't really do much with it. There's um, a lot of there's a lot of coincidences in this. Um, like what what's he gonna do? Well? He, but because he's not a superhero, mm-hmm. so he, he can't take a bullet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, the only thing the hammer really does is um, hurt Samaritan. Yeah, it would kill. It would hurt him. Uh, apart from but that, it's just find- a fucking regular fucking sledgehammer, you know. Yeah, I thought that was. I don't know. I thought his there are was some. Little- there are quite a lot of um, conveniences in the story where you know, like throughout this entire city, and this wee boy's obsessed with Samaritan. Uh, he just happens to find him by the um through. It's a garbage man living like basically across the block from him, 
Um, also, at the exact same time, Saras also breaks into the army barracks and fucking finds the hammer and the mask. So there is some plot conveniences, but you know what I mean. This isn't the film. Oh, I don't mind that because that that kind of stuff is comic booky. Yeah, it's it, and that's what this is, technically. So I think what they like they could have done with the Cyrus, and again, we're probably being picky. Mm-hmm. He could have created like a body armor suit or something. Yes, to, to kind of be able to take more hits. Yeah, to be more like Nemesis. Yeah, because at the end of the day, he's human. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I like so, I I really liked how um, Cyrus and before him Nemesis had actual motivations. You know what I mean? Some of these um, films, you know, especially you know Hollywood mainstream films, they're they're a bit sort of empty with that sort of thing. But Saras was basically, you know, he was basically a victim of the poverty and, you know, everything that the people of Granite City had went through. So I, I like that, how he had motivations. And yes, it's a bit pantomime film at, at the time, or at times. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it worked. It worked for me, you know. You know, we, we talk about like the little clues. Yeah. About the twist. Yeah. So Martin's like real when, identity. Yeah, when you mentioned when Cyrus went in to the... Very easy to break into. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> PlayStation to get the hammer. Yes. He wakes up in a sweat. Yes. Stallone. Yep. So you uh, you automatically think all the Samaritans scared because that's the thing that can kill him. Yeah. But what you're not thinking is mm-hmm. maybe because he's linked with the, the hammer. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there's another sequence when Sam is telling his... He's telling Joel the story of mm-hmm. Samaritan Nemesis. Yeah. And he, 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 he he's, he, he's talking about uh, how Nemesis was going to do this and mm-hmm. was going to terrorize this and, and cause havoc and do this. He gets angry Yeah, with him. He goes, stop. This is all stories. Yeah. You, 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 he gets really upset. And also as well, yeah, even though it's pretty obvious that Stallone is, in the kid's mind, Samaritan, because he, he, you know, he, he survived this um, brutal um, hit and run. Um, he, even at that, st- um, Joe still says, "I'm not Samaritan." Uh, he still sticks to his guns, and that seems a bit sort of. If you didn't know who he really was, that seems a bit sort of like um, almost like, you know, well, it's fucking obvious that you're Samaritan, but he sticks to his guns and says, "I'm not Samaritan," and he's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's it's kind of like usual suspects. Yeah. The answer's right in front of you. Hide in plain but, sight. But they're not really... Mm-hmm. You didn't ask, so we're not going to tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but there's a nice line when Sam meets Joe in the apartment complex. And he just asks him, because he looks a little upset, the kid. Mm-hmm. And he just asks him, do you ever get scared? And Stallone gives him this, you know, this speech. But it was a nice, it was a nice way where Sam, at the end of the day, is just a kid. Yeah. And this whole time, he's kind of being a little tough guy, breaking into uh-huh. Joe's place to find out who he is. He's an investigative reporter in his own right. He's 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 becoming friends with Cyrus. Yeah, you know. But at the end of the day, he's just a kid. Yeah. And it's a great line where he tells him that I just I get scared and I don't know how to fight back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I like that line. I like that scenario. It was a good kind of human sums up. moment. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. and well written. You know. Uh, yes, a bit cliche and stuff, but uh, but like a lot yeah. of this film, but that's okay. It still works. What about so when Sam gets his ass kicked by Reza? Mm-hmm. Remember, he breaks his hand. Yes, or something. Yeah, and it's it's with, with the, it's with a fucking hammer or something, isn't it? Like, or... No, it was with a big monkey wrench or something. That's right. Yes, that's right. Yeah. 
And they see they're dragging his body uh, back to the apartment. And obviously Joe sees him, Stallone, and Stallone's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he runs down the stairs. Yeah. And they fucking run off because they know who he is. Yeah. Um, and that's when Reza knows Joe's still alive. Yes. And that's where Cyrus goes, how's he alive? We ran over him. Yeah. That's where he, they start putting the piece together. Mm-hmm. And plus the news of the alleyway scene. Everything, they realize that he he's Samaritan. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's his nemesis, mm-hmm. pardon the pun. Mm-hmm. So he brings him to the hospital. And the bitch mother, sorry, I don't, I'm, she is, guys. I don't get this character. <laughs> Starts yelling at him. What? He goes, what, why'd you do this to my kid? He's like, I, I, what? I, 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 I know. I'm just bringing him here, you know? And she's like, oh, a lot of help you were. What? Yeah, she's pretty uh, earth-hitting, like, so she was. What the fuck? Yeah. I was still on yo, bitch, come out, yo. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, she's not, a, um, she's pretty earth-hitting, you know. All right, so we got about 34 minutes left, 35 minutes left in mm-hmm. this film, and the rest is the best part. Yeah. Um, they end up kidnapping, obviously, his buddy Sam, and he's going to, now he's just pure rage. Nice Another deal. clue, because... Yep. If a Samaritan, he'd be more low key and low. This one shows Anger. I'm gonna kill everything that's I can get my hands on. And mm-hmm. every, every punch is deadly. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I love when he takes. Cyrus calls him good guy. Hey, you good guy. And that's when, is that what he says. Yeah, he, well, he keeps calling him good guy, and that's when um, basically, well, st- uh, let's just call him Joe or Stallone. Um, turns around and eventually fucking snaps. And he goes, you keep calling me the good guy. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> and yeah, and, and that's when he just... That's when you find and, out. Break, yeah. Takes out a cure. You find out he was actually Nemesis. Samaritan is the one who died. Yes. And But I just love how is it's just chaos now. There's mm-hmm. no more thinking about it. There's no more, hmm, I'm going to study this. Mm-hmm. He just gets in his garbage truck because he's a garbage man by day. Can I just say as well, just as a little aside, see whenever he, he's bumping off all these bad guys and stuff and going full on build nemesis, essentially, I love um, the throwback to the 80s one-liners, um, you know, after killing someone, where basically, you know, the what do you call the guys, like the reggae sort of guy, he blows him up like with one of the, you know their own sort of electric um, outputting grenades, and as he walks away, he goes, "Have a blast!" <laughs> yeah, it, it it yeah. So he, he takes this garbage truck and he fills pretty much makes it a bomb. Yeah, and it's just brilliant. And he comes out and he just and and the other people are sitting outside. And they're like, all the glasses are shaking. He's like, "What's coming? What's coming?" Mm-hmm. And then this truck just. Bears through the wall. Yes. It's such so cool. Mm-hmm. And obviously just kicks everyone's ass by taking <laughs> taking bullets. Beating shit with people with car doors. Yes. Fucking pieces <laughs> of wood. Fucking just anything that he can get his hands on. Not using it and he and he and he doesn't he doesn't use a gun. Mm-hmm. He just he need uses to. everything he has around him but a gun. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to, because he's fucking well he's nemesis. Uh well or no he's not. Well, <laughs> He's, no, he oh, is. He's, he's nemesis. nemesis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting confused. He's not Samaritan. <laughs> um, but at the end, where at the showdown with Cyrus, uh, seeing him the second time, I kind of enjoyed it because obviously Cyrus doesn't realize what he's dealing with here, mm-hmm. and obviously uh, Stallone gets the best of him. And I love 
when he takes the hammer and he bends it to tie up Cyrus. Yeah. And Cyrus knows what he's going to do. Yeah. At poetic justice. Mm-hmm. And he starts pretty much whining like a baby. Yeah. No, please, no, man. What are you doing? Picks him up <laughs> and he just chucks him into the fucking into the, fire. Into the fire. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Now, the ending is probably the scene I like the most. It's the last shot of the film. Sam escapes and obviously with the help of, the, of Stallone and he gives him that speech you mentioned in the beginning. Yes. And he walks away, whatever. And so the reporter's talking to Sam and he says, yes, it was the Samaritan. The Samaritan yeah. lives. He's alive. And you see Stallone in the crowd and he gives him a, he gives him a nod and he walks he, he walks away and he smiled kind of into the camera mm-hmm. and goes back into the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So what I got out of that the second time, I think it was a, by him calling him the Samaritan, it gave him an arc yeah. to not be the nemesis anymore. Yeah, 100%. He's become Samaritan because yes. he, he's went from, he's become um, through his, for want of a better phrase, adventure with this kid. Um, up against Saris and stuff, he has basically um, went from he's basically um, redeemed himself um, for you know the crimes of his past and what he did you know to, to his brother and stuff, and he has become Samaritan. So Samaritan lives, lives yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's stellar moment. Yeah, and whether it's a sequel or not, um, probably not. To be honest with you, but I'm mm-hmm. okay with it. This was. This was a solid little film, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it, I think it holds up to some of the Marvel shit that we're getting. I would say it's better. Um, I like, like I always, I always, I know it sounds like a broken record, but I like my more grounded superheroes. Same here. And this is what this guy is. Yep. he's a guy who's dealing with emotional. He reminded me of the Ben Affleck version of Batman in Justice League. Mm-hmm. Now a lot of people don't like that film, but I enjoy Batman's perspective. He's an alcoholic. He's burnt out. He's mm-hmm. tired, old. He's not in shape he used to be. Yeah, he's he's just worn out. To what's going on in the world? Mm-hmm. This is what this character yeah. is. Yeah, and it's but it's more of a it, it's more of a personal journey than what you get with some of the Marvel stuff. It's it's much more sort of it's it's more of a sort of human story as opposed to you know it, it it's basically focused on the characters as opposed to the spectacle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and yes, yeah, there are plot holes and plot conveniences and stuff, but that's okay because it's basically it's it's about the characters, it's about Stallone and this kid and their journeys. You know what I mean? Especially the Stallone character of Joe, um, and that that's that's very refreshing to me as opposed to CGI fucking uh, basically action fa- over the top action fests, which which to be fair, you know what I mean? There's there's an audience for those as well, but I much prefer the more grounded. Um, sort of stuff. Uh, as we're getting with this, it's it's more of a sort of it's character focused story. Yeah, I mean, and that's not, that's all we really can say. Mm-hmm. I don't think we you and I both have the exact same perspective on this. Was yes. the first? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was expecting me to be Samaritan and you and you to be Nemesis here. <laughs> Going at it, we a hammer. <laughs> uh, uh, no, guys, it's a pleasant surprise. It's on Amazon Prime. Check it out. It's yeah, I think I would um, best describe this as entertaining silliness, but with a heart, with a real. I don't think I would. Say, you keep saying I don't think it's silly. Uh, well, there are certain things. It's not overly silly. I'll say it's that. not though. I think it's kind of dark. I don't think it's mm-hmm. as silly as you think. Silly, I would give you the Karate Kid would have some silliness, mm-hmm. 
But I don't think this. I think it's rather dark. I think, I think they should have went. Definitely should have went darker for a, a Hardy Eighteen certificate. But um, it's still it's still gritty and it, it still has some very nice character moments. And I have to say as well, uh, if Stallone wasn't in this or um, you know was not a part of this, this would be very average. Uh, possibly, arguably, it depends who they would have got in instead. But Stallone makes this film for me, and I enjoyed it, and I found it entertaining. And I just sat back and chilled and enjoyed it whenever I watched it. And, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, what I liked about... Uh, we'll end on with the character of Joe there, Stallone's. Yes. It plays a lot like we mentioned this before, Grand Torino, Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where, where it seems like all of his characters he's played, whether it's Badass Cobra to Rambo yeah. to Rocky Balboa it's all kind of rolled into one and yeah. it's this veteran actor who's just burned out yes and at the end and he needs that he needs that spark to bring yeah. him back and this is kind of what this is out of retirement yeah that's yeah it. so it's kind can of I just nice say as see. well that um, Stallone looks fucking amazing you know he's in great shape for a fucking 75 76 year old whatever he is I know he's looked Fuck. after himself and good you know fair play to him uh, I love the the, um, the the flashback at at the end where you see young that was Stallone. Good. Yeah, yeah, obviously CGI enhanced. You know what I mean? The aged Stallone. You know, it's looked very, good though. Yeah, well, it was very tell. well done. Very, very well done. It looked like Stallone in Nighthawks with the beard. Yes, yes, exactly. Or even Cobra. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, we took, we did this one just to uh, kind of introduce it a bit because it's a new release on Amazon Prime. We will be jumping back in to finalize and finish the Friday Thirteenth uh-huh. retrospective with Freddy versus Jason and the reboot of Friday the Thirteenth, yeah. and then we jump into Halloween month, uh, which will be starting off with the Mick Garris retrospective. Well, kind of a retrospective. We're not going to be talking about all his films. Just a Mick Garris talk- special. Just talk about Mick Garris in general and the work he's done in the business and, quite frankly, kind of underrated. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll dive into that a bit. And, of course, Halloween Ends is coming and that's going to be fun, I yeah. hope. Listen, uh, we, are, we are available to contact us and give us a shout at CitizenFrame underscore podcast and, of course, Facebook. The new issue of Phantasmagoria is out now at uh, all over the world on Amazon. Yep. And, of course, locally at Forbidden Planet. Yep. That is the uh, day. ago. Yeah. We're done with this one. Guys, take care of yourselves. Have a good one. And we'll chat soon.